In the early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race with orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became meta-humanity. As technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called Shadowrunners. The year is 2101. Welcome to Fun City. This episode of Fun City contains descriptions of gun violence, a brief mention of suicide, one scene of gruesome violence, and one really just extremely harsh burn on Matchbox 20. Previously on Fun City, the team takes a job from Mo Ashina of Combinatorial Limited. They're to collect biometric data from Vern Salex, chief bureaucrat of NYPD Incorporated's union, the Police Benevolence Association. The aim is to frame Vern for criminal hobnobbery. All this to thwart a strike he's architecting in the hopes of increased support from the city government or so they were told. Upon cornering Vern in private at the yearly International Policing and Security Professionals Trade and Labor Consortium Annual Exposition, the team learns his true reasons. Vern claims that international biotechnology megacorporation Evo, the contractually mandated sole provider of medical care for all of NYPD Incorporated, has been changing officers who visit them for treatment. Vern offers the team a contract with the police union the moment a riot breaks out at the conference. He's ushered away by his bodyguards, and the team confronts NYPD Reserve security detection mage Cairn Holbrook, whomst Viv, in a magically induced mania, summarily melts. We join the team now as they survey the scene immediately following Cairn's grisly demise and in the midst of that same riot. As Cairn melts into the thin, gross, polyester-patterned carpet of the convention center, you smell this gross kind of smell of, it's like burnt flesh and hair in his burning leather jacket. Mm. Um, and the scene is really, it's, it's pretty horrific. Um, no, it's exceptionally horrific. It's really gross. It's it's bad. Everybody who is around you uh, who have been giving you wide-ish birth still sort of engaged in a lot of their own fisticuffs, you know, police hitting rioters, rioters trying to jump on police and pull them down and like beat them up and hit them with protest signs. You've been given a radius um, and people haven't stepped between what was clearly a very dangerous battle between you and Karen and his his henchmen, but uh, now everyone just pauses for a moment and bolts, and they run away from this intense destruction uh, that Viv has visited upon this man who dared, dared challenge her. Viv, as this happens, as you watch Cairn crumple to the ground in just a unbelievably horrific mass of 
ugh, of cumin, the spell that he cast on you that was making the riot seem 10 times worse than it really was slowly fades. And with the exception of maybe some emotional damage, like emo emotional waves of realizing in your anger what you've just done, you feel a little bit more like yourself. You at least don't feel nearly as uh, oppressed or hemmed in. Um, I think the rest of you are probably some combination of uh, impressed and horrified with your teammate. Though people are retreating away from you, the convention center is still full of people and the brawl has retreated like a couple yards but it's still going on and there's still a thick crowd uh, that is rioting there are still tons of fist fights happening you hear the sounds of the rubber bullets being fired outside you hear all around you this commotion what do you want to do well if it just melted a dude we should probably get the fuck out of here yeah i agree should i call up uh henley uh is henley already on the way I called him. Uh, I think he's he's somewhere outside. I haven't checked in. So if you look at your comm and you have your HUD up, it'll show you where Henley's... Show me Henley. Calm. <laughs> it'll, sh it'll show you where Henley's location is. And you can see that it's not in the parking lot, the rear parking lot that you called it to, conceivably because this location is locked down and there are locations where it can't get to. It doesn't know how to pilot automatically. So it's geofenced? But it's, cool. it's geofenced, but it's... It is a little bit of a walk outside of the grounds of the convention center, but yeah, it's probably like a block north. We should go get in the car. Yeah, probably. Can everyone roll logic for me? And what I'm looking for is two successes. I got two hits, baby. Two hits over here. Two hits. One hit. Something dawns on all but one of you. <laughs> uh, you look around and you realize that the Bloomberg Javits Center is a highly surveilled environment. Not just because it's a convention center and they have security concerns, but this is a security conference. This is about the technology that you use to keep the public in line. There is 360 video of you in high definition melting a cop. Well, he was, he was, he was asking for it. <laughs> that was an off-color joke. I feel not bad about it. Uh, but no, he did try and kill us, so... To be fair, you were the bad guys. To be, not, to be fairer, we got to go destroy those recordings. Let's go. Think, let's go. F I'm thinking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on in Lash's brain? Lash's brain. She's like, when's the last time we ate? <laughs> you smelled the burning. Yeah, the burning guy. I was like, hmm. you are slightly near an overturned nacho cart. <laughs> I'm eyeing the nacho cart. Yeah, TK is nauseated because it still smells like hamburger helper. <laughs> <laughs> Man oh. burger helper. Oh, okay. uh, take the edge away. Yeah. <laughs> we now have the same problem that we were going to do to Vern, which is that people, you know, we're on video yes. and there's a recording and we got to go get that recording. Otherwise, we won't be able to move around New York. Is someone going to tell me? Oh, yeah. We're being watched. Uh, oh, yeah. You're right. We're at, a we're, at a we're at a cop convention. There's some cameras. It's a security cop convention. Lots of cops, lots of security, lots yeah, of cameras. Not only are we being watched, but also, um, there's almost 0% chance that the person that Viv just melted was a protester. I like they that you were, allowed the possibility. <laughs> they, they were definitely a cop or somebody working for the cops in a capacity. So that's um, extra bad. You guys are leaving the conference center. Can you tell me what you're doing, right? You're not so, standing there talking about no, this no, stuff. No, no, no. Yeah. But right now, currently I'm, I'm, I'm saying we should probably get to the car. We're except, trying to get to the car. Except we have to destroy that recording. So we have to stay here and find the person who, who or find the databanks or something. Oh, we can't destroy it remotely? 
we might be able to destroy it remotely, but the security here is tough, as I think we've heard before. Like okay. the, the the online security, the matrix security is as high right. as the physical security. TK, you're the person who we knows the best go. about this. Where would the security room be in a place like this? That's a good question. Before we do anything, I want to run paint job, which uh, I think it, it adds to um, my attack skill or my attack spec on my deck to assist in like an erase mark test to get any marks that might have accumulated off of me. Uh, because I sure as shit don't want another Decker coming after me in the Matrix while we're trying to find their shit. Uh, Viv has found a terrarium, has overturned it, <laughs> and is just lazily sprinkling it over the mush that used to be Cairn. I like that you should look and just look directly into any video cameras, just like, just eye them. Viv does look straight out of the security camera while she sprinkles the dirt over the, over the... The quote-unquote body. You're you're repotting a pl- a plant inside of a man. That's what you're doing right now. I'm trying to diffuse the smell. I'm there, sorry. I'm used to this. There are hundreds of people running around. <laughs> it's just like, and Viv is an island of calm. Like a big concert is let out, and everyone's panicking and screaming. But they're all running away from us. <laughs> the smell of hair burning, floating. I think we should go find this hacker, and I think we should go break all of their devices. Okay, I'm okay with breaking all the devices, but we have an opportunity to get away. And so if they're on camera and they go see us just go back into the building to kill another cop, then I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk us out of it. All right. I think we can maybe work out something with Vern if we get rid of the evidence and say, look, they were they attacked us. We, you know, we didn't want to kill this person, but they attacked us. But I don't think we're that same excuse is going to work for the hacker. So if we can delete the information without hurting the the person who's got marks on us, I think we should do that. That is compelling. That is a thing yeah. I didn't think about. <laughs> yeah, I was getting ready to just yeah. to try and find this person. This is a cop. As you guys are standing around erasing your marks and figuring out what is happening next, the crowd that is a part of the riot is growing more and more dense. And as this is happening, the edge of the brawl is coming closer and closer towards you. You're starting to see more protesters and more police sort of unknowingly reclose the space that was opened when Karen was exploded. And you actually see kind of a little bit too late that part of that crew is too large police wearing fully blacked out helmets and carrying assault rifles. They are headed right for your direction. Well, it's time for us to skedaddle, gang. I think we have to run at this point. Henley is a, a block north. Let's just, let's go. Okay. That is the direction that these cops are coming from. Let's run around the cops. Okay. Can uh, we run around the cops? We you have, have, you we have about just, two, we, two seconds to figure out what go, you want to do. Let's, we need to run somewhere to hide at the very least. All right, so let's, run we, back, let's run back to where we were. Okay, let's run yeah. back to the, the back, back hallway. The back hallway. Yeah. Uh, toward auditory. Mm-hmm. You run into the conference room that you were in where you saw Solix give his talk, and you run back to get into the back door uh, that you came through, and it is locked. How locked is it? What do we? What can we see? Is it like? How, is it a security door? You are pushing on it very hard, and it is not budging. It is not even shaking. To be clear, we have run into a conference room. We have gone behind a curtain. We are alone in this small space right now. Is that correct? No. Okay. At this moment, the two guards that you saw coming towards you, who saw you go into this conference room, have okay. entered. So they they're just beelining straight toward us. So now. we're are we in initiative? You guys are in initiative. Okay. Cool. Roll uh, initiative. And uh well maybe before Bijan rolls initiative, TK should roll his will plus firewall. So much. It will cripple you in some regard, but you can turn I, off all your devices. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Because I can only focus on one thing at a time. <laughs> but after I roll what com, uh, computer plus firewall? Will plus firewall. Will plus firewall. Oh fuck. Wow. Me. Two hits. 
As you guys are fumbling with the door, trying to get out of the conference room into the labyrinthine hallways of the interior of the Javits Center, you hear uh, clomping through the door that you just came through the two security guards, the two actually armed security guards uh, that have been alerted to your position ostensibly by um, whoever you know you had realized was surveilling you. They are dressed in head-to-toe, fully tactical gear with flak jackets. Uh, their faces are completely obscured by the helmets that they're wearing. And actually the visors are video screens, which just scroll text across them that read, police business, do not approach. They see you and they lock eyes with you uh, across these, uh, across the room. The first person to act is not in the room. It is Agatha. Man. I just want to say on the record, fuck Agatha. That's on the record. <laughs> it's official. Take it back. Lash needs to roll intuition plus firewall. In one turn, I can shrug and be like, she's coming after you too? <laughs> we can just look at each other, have a moment. One hit brick. Do you need to know what my living persona looks like? Yeah, what does it look like? It's three soccer balls like a snowman. It's <laughs> the same cartoon hands. <laughs> Six cartoon hands or two cartoon hands? Two, because it's a snow, it's like, a, it's like, one big soccer ball, slightly smaller soccer ball. A very tiny, a, a normal head size. A normal ball? head uh, with a instead of a hat that a snowman would wear, it's Cow. like it, it's a cowboy hat. Cowboy, you giddy up. <laughs> and it has cartoon eyes and nose uh-huh. and ears. <laughs> and there's ears on it, <laughs> yeah. just like a snowman. <laughs> just like the snowman. And you never shoved cauliflower into the side of your snowman's head to make cauliflower ears. Yeah. There are no talk? snowmen in the future. <laughs> so this is all a guess. It's like balloons. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're called fuck balloons. Yeah, and two cartoon hands. We're talking like Mickey Mouse with gloves on the end. Yeah. Okay. Well, while Lash's living persona in the Matrix has its back turned <laughs> to wherever a Numina, uh, nay Agatha, uh, is, is, is watching from, a small black thorn plops itself right into the middle back of that soccer ball. And that soccer ball is, is none the wiser at this point. None the wiser. Next to act is TK. So TK takes a moment to appreciate how tactical these cops are. Um, I would say that TK is, in fact, extremely impressed. Yeah. And probably his first thought is, if we take these guys down... I'm taking that shit. So I'd like to do a Matrix Perception check to find out where these fucking thorns came from. Uh, that's three hits. Scanning the environment in AR, looking at these dense clusters of icons that are running this way and that. All of the people that have their comlinks on, not running silent, involved in this brawl. Like, they're not thinking about their security. They're not thinking about, you know, whether or not they're going to be, they're going to be surveilled. It's not very smart of them, but it is the case that they're here. You know, there are protesters that have their comlinks on, protesters that even have, you know, some more serious pieces of gear around. You can see all of the icons for the guns that the police officers are using a lot of their comlinks. And what you notice is that there is, in the distance, in the direction of where the front sort of area was, the front parking lot where you saw all of the cops congregating and stopping all of the protesters, you see that there is like a big blank spot where there doesn't seem to be anything. Looks suspicious. That's all you get. So I guess I, I want to use a free action before I end my turn to tell Lash, hey, look over there. There's a weird blank spot. I think that's where our hacker is. Cool. One more thing. I want to switch my deck specs to, I want to like respec it to make it more defensive. Are you turning it off? 
No. Or not? No. I decided against turning it off. I weighed my options. The next person to act. Lux. Lux throws his hands up and yells at the two people who've come in in full tactical gear. We're working with Vern. I know you have somebody who's got marks on us. Tell them to check the footage. Vern just offered us a job. <laughs> the large, imposing figures clad in black give you no response. Well, shit. Guns raised to shoulder. Guns raised to shoulder. <clears throat> oh, wait, I'm, I'm, I meant to do a con. Then roll it. Oh, sorry. I need, to, I need to roll for that. Here's what I'm going to say. You would essentially need to roll an extreme success of mm -hmm. like seven or eight because... These guys are here under orders. Okay. Their boss told them that right. someone killed a cop and that they ran sure. into this room or they saw you run into this room. You know, their boss told them this, these yeah. people killed a cop. You have to go get them. Yeah. Please end, yeah. end them. They're not really yeah. interested. You can try to have a conversation with them and they sure. could try to relay it back to whoever it is that sent them there. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Okay. I'm not going to roll perfectly. So, yeah, I have four. The, the other... The other effect of this is that there is now footage of me telling them the truth about the fact that I've been offered. <laughs> I've been offered a job by Vern. You guys still proceeded to illegally kill somebody working for uh, a police, you know, a police function. So later on, this will be less tricky for us after Viv melts these guys into a puddle um, to see us say, look, we don't want to fight. We're working for Vern. Like that's that's on record Hell now. Yeah. So whether or not that works, that's fine. But it's on record now. It's on the footage. So I still have my little riot shield, and I'm about to hide. <laughs> you know that smell in there? It's gonna smell twice as bad in here. Threatening them. Good call. Uh, no, Sar I'm not, that's Sarge. Not, if you if you think that's a threat, I mean that the thing is that I'm telling you to stop. We don't want to fight. But if you do, then that's the thing. I mean, like it's not a threat. Yeah, cops are famous uh, for being able to, to really split the hairs and the subtleties of various right. levels of threat. All right. Flash. So they are at the doorway. Is this true? Correct. And we are in the conference room. Correct. What's above me to the sides of me? I'm imagining that you are around the door that is where you exited and entered before, mm -hmm. which is sort of to the left-hand side all the way in the back of the room. So the closest thing to you is one of those collapsible walls that separates two big conference rooms and mm -hmm. makes them slightly, separates a conference room into two smaller conference rooms. Mm -hmm. There are some chairs and tables around. Mostly between you and them is, yeah, like bad carpet and uncomfortable conference chairs. Um, above you, yeah. is the ceiling's very, very tall and you can see some big, hanging soft boxes that are uh, these the lights that they have in conference rooms okay. or in conference halls. How high is the, the lighting? Maybe like 15, 20 feet. And the lights hang below that? Yeah. About a foot? Sure. Okay. Um, Actually, they're pretty big. I would say that they hang maybe three feet below that. Okay. I'm thinking I jump and try to swing my body at them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, because I'm guessing how tall are they? They're pretty tall. They're maybe 6'5". I'm trying to remember how high I can jump because I think there's actually a calculation on how high you can jump. Hey, uh, Shannon? Yeah. I'm just going to let you do it. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to jump and use my will to swing my body into their faces, at least to, not, to distract them for a moment. So is there one particular one that you're going to try to land on? This is, is this like a um, uh, an enhanced clam flip? This is an enhanced clam flip that involves it. me getting some leverage from the grabbing onto the light and just kind of cannonballing into the one on the left. The one on the left. Okay. Roll a gymnastics test for me. Right. 
This is very anime. I just want to go ahead and point out the way this is playing out of my head. I love it. Three. As you launch from the ground to the hanging large softbox light that gently lights this conference room um, and fling yourself across the room, sort of swinging back and forth and finally hurtling through the air, you land with perfect force, your feet together in the middle of the chest of the guy on the left, and both of you fall to the ground. About to be shot. <laughs> yes. They might have rubber bullets. We don't know. Is there is there any kind of celebration that you want to do, or is it mostly just fear? At it's this mostly point? fear. <laughs> TK does a quiet, hell yeah. Viv. Viv impress, is very impressed with uh, the advanced climb flip. And <laughs> because she sort of overextended herself earlier, uh, she looks at the cop on the right and casts control actions at him. So <laughs> let's see. Uh, control actions is mental. It's a uh, it's a sustained kind of spell. I have to have line of sight, um, so I'm going to cast it at a force of five. And oh boy, here we go. We've got five hits. Resisting drain, five hits. So you successfully resist drain. Yes. The guy who is writhing around on the ground, trying to get a hold of Lash, you know, looks over, looks up at his friend to see what he's going to do, and he does whatever it is that Viv wants him to. <laughs> Because he glitched. Oh. <laughs> are you are you sure? Yes, I'm I'm a vessel. Wow. There's a beautiful wow. tall elf inside of me Can and you, she's in charge now. And you you glitch so you like it. <laughs> <laughs> this is <fucking laughs> Hey Viv, do we like notice any change in this guy? Does he like go limp suddenly? What what happens? He ain't limp. Uh no, you don't you don't <laughs> No. You can't even you can't even see any skin. Yeah. So you don't see I any just, reaction. I just want Viv to like. I don't. Can we? Can we get out of this without like doing a murder? I don't. Because like I, yes, I, I'm, we I'm can. afraid. I'm afraid Viv is just gonna tell that guy to shoot the other guy and then shoot himself. No, and that's then, not what I was gonna do. Well, look, man, murder Sui. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Do you get? Does she? Do you get Viv? Do you get to command someone and like? Do you get to take them over and command them in the same turn, or is it a complex to take them over and then you gotta command? I them think later? it's the complex to take them over and then I take their turn when in the initiative. Holy Is shit. that correct? That's how we played when I controlled the flame, the yeah. the, uh, the flame the spirit. Oh, the, the dog. dog. That's yeah. fucking yeah, insane. That's true, because he just becomes a spirit of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is just me. I feel like since we're in the middle of combat, there should be no like interturn strategizing table talk. If you want to yell a suggestion to Viv, I think you got to use a simple action on your I, turn. I think you're absolutely right. I'm just afraid we're going to murder another set of cops. <laughs> you don't know what I was going to do. Um, I don't. And that's the scary thing. Oh my gosh. It <laughs> takes for the person who has cast control action, A, complex action, two, control actions. So you do it on your turn, mm. which means we got it wrong in the last time. But oh, we'll, shoot. is that okay? We'll yeah. we'll do it that way from now on. Does that sound fair? So that that person doesn't have a turn. So that person doesn't have a turn anymore. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Worse, you controlled it, but you took his turn, which is <laughs> fucking brutal. So the first person to act is the person who cannot act anymore. <laughs> so he thinks to himself. I mean, what does he think to himself inside of his own brain, trapped He's there? He's fully conscious. He knows yeah, yeah. what's going on. But it's, he likes this, it. this is what he thinks. Cannot move. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I relate to that. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> 
the guard that Lash has kicked in the chest and who is currently sort of trying to, uh, he's trying to subdue Lash as they're in a tangle on the ground, is basically going to try to get you in like a half Nelson. Mm. Uh, so roll your reaction plus your intuition. Is this resist? This is a, you take your dice pool modifier now. I take it now. Yep. I only got a single hit. You can tell that he's maybe trained in this a little Mm -hmm. bit and that this guy has taken some grappling classes and he actually manages to get you in a hold uh, and he he doesn't hurt you. You don't take any damage yet, but you uh, are going to have to break free of his hold um, before you can take any actions. Uh, So he's uh, you are now both standing, uh, but he's got you. And I like it. (laughs) The next person to act is Agatha. I rolled. Great. Yeah, and no hits. <laughs> what? Not a single one. But yeah. not, but not a glitch. What am I, Matchbox 20's second album? <laughs> oh. Jesus. Matchbox 20, We got to put that at the front of the app. <laughs> yeah. I want the hot take out there I want immediately. a content warning. Yeah. Yeah. No hits. No way, Zay. Agatha is actually distracted by a lot of the action that she's simultaneously watching on the vid feed in her VR setup and of, of what's going on in the in the auditorium where they are, uh, and she blows it. She, like, misplaces and doesn't close a bracket, and she, no hits. Nothing. Nothing happens. TK. Okay, so I guess I see Lash struggling on the ground with this dude, and then there's another guy who's just standing there, I guess. If you could see through his perfectly black, opaque helmet, you would see the broadest, most serene of smiles. How many attacks can I do at once? I'm holding a baton, is the other thing, and I, I can punch and can I, like, hit? And I hit? would let you close the space and take a what? take a swing, but that's it. Wait, do you, do you need an exotic weapon skill to hit a baton? No. A club? So. No, but the, thank a you. A club? It's it's just a it's a regular. It's got a All fucking right, just value. Double checking. I know, I appreciate it. <laughs> if you wanted to swing your blowgun like a club, I would let you do it. Okay. It just might not survive. Yeah. yeah so wouldn't. what I'm gonna do is just run over there and try and just clock the guy in the face. Like I wanna do like a I wanna jump and just like full extension horizontal just leap at <laughs> the old clam flip punch it's duo it's that we've else. been that we've been doing for yeah we, we've been years now we've been so we've been training in the gym together that's canon <laughs> so we work on our moves this yeah. is one of them but it requires lash to be taken down first by an angry <laughs> cop so i have i actually have un, an unarmed combat skill with a specialization in boxing so I mean, yeah, you so might that, be better at that yeah, than I think, yeah, yeah. All right, I guess I'm just gonna roll a shitload of dice. Let's go. It's not looking good for oh no, it is. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, five hits. Holy shit! As you dash to close the space between where you're standing and where uh-huh. this officer has subdued and grabbed Lash and put her into a half Nelson as she's like squirming around in his arms trying to get free. You can tell, you can see the way that he's looking at his partner who is for some reason completely motionless and hasn't said anything except for finally in the last few seconds like he's trying to figure out what's going on. He's trying to get the lay of the land and he turns and he looks right at you coming at him. You're in full wind up ready to just Mm -hmm, sock him mm -hmm. one and he gets the bright idea that he's got a human shield. He's going to just sort of like position Lash between you and and him as you're winding up and he bets wrong big time (laughs) and he he fakes left when he should have faked right and you land a punch squarely on his jaw inches from Lash's skull but 
you looked good while doing it, and you connect. Damage value of my arm is 6p. Okay. These guys have a lot of armor. So. Yeah, no, I figured. I mean, I apologize. That is so, that's more dice than I've ever seen in my life. He's oh, not going to take oh any damage. God. He's not oh going to take God, any damage many. at all. This is so many, so many, so many. Is he going to damage me? He, this has got to be his limit, right? Or I guess there's no limits existing. Yeah. Holy crap. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you connected really well onto a fiberglass helmet. Mm. With a metal arm. I don't understand this game. It's just how it worked out. As you connect, you realize that though you have placed this punch perfectly, uh, you have made a slight miscalculation, uh, which is that you are punching a very thick fiberglass helmet that has been made to withstand some extreme impacts. I'm going to say that for your next attacks, uh, if you are punching, you're going to take a minus two dice penalty because your hand hurts a little bit. Even though it's metal? Even though it's metal. Okay. What? It's like, uh, you know, the shock traveled up your cyber arm into your shoulder. Uh-huh. And now it's, you know, you have a little bit harder of a time focusing all of the energy from your feet through your shoulder blades. Mm, sure. Yeah. You got to give me a break here. Come on. <laughs> I, I did not purposefully. TK, TK looks at his. One, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine. T- I did not purposefully roll 10 TK hits. looks at his arm and is like, fucking bullshit. It's like, why did I spend that much money on this thing? <laughs> Uh, and then yells to Viv, cook him. Because it's cool and looks good. And when it does connect, it connects really well. Um, okay. Lux. Lux <laughs> is still hiding. Lux, what does it sound like when you receive a, f- a call on your comm link? It sounds like when you jump uh, into a pile of money. That's what you hear. Oh, I, I uh, check my comm link. Caller ID says, Yuri. Oh, shit. And I look at the message. Is it a it's live? It's a call. It's a call. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, Yuri. It's 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 Lux. You hear like some fumbling. Hey, Lux, is that you? Oh, is this Hector? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll lay it on thicker. Wow. <laughs> Hello, Lux. Is this you? Oh, good. It's you. All right. I didn't. I couldn't understand you for a second. Um. Yeah, it's me. What's up? Ah, thanks for picking up, my man. Are you busy right now? Very. Hey, what you need? Guess what. What? Great news. I have great... I, I hear a lot of sound going on behind you. Yeah. You can talk now, yes? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not doing anything else, to be honest. Oh, it's great. I cannot tell you how wonderful it is to have friends. I call when I need them, and they answer the phone. That's why I'm here, Yuri. Well, guess what? Great news. I have another job for you. Oh, that's great. So um, if you could come by my house in... Um... Hector! Uh, not, uh, not, t- not tomorrow, but the day after. Two days. Come to my house. Two days. Okay. Let's talk. I have another job. All right. How yeah. is, how's the egg situation looking like? The egg situation is hot. All right. Okay. Then over two days easy. it is. <laughs> the egg situation is over easy. This is how you say? It's well, over because it was easy. That's what <laughs> eggs easy to cook, and then they're over very quickly because they're so delicious. Well, I will be over there um, easily. You hear your <laughs> colleagues, like, screaming and grunting in the background. <laughs> Because I know, uh, sorry, I gotta go. There's Gary. a policeman grunting in <laughs> ecstasy. <laughs> it's not how it sounds. Uh, sounds like a policeman is grunting in ecstasy okay, over it there. It is how it sounds. I didn't know you could hear a policeman. Great that is well. great. <laughs> they all have Sam Maxon from Academy. Great I, to hear you're having fun. See you later. Okay. Yuri out. All right. Bye, Yuri. Bongo. 
Uh, okay. Um, so Lux is excited about the possibility of a, of a less complicated job, um, but he is in this one now. His attempts to con these people were met with less than recognition. Um, I don't think he, they care. He is glad they've got on record him saying that they work for Vern. He tries Vern again on his comlink. Uh, I'm going to say that's your turn. You chose to answer your phone. Okay. Answered the phone. It's a complex action when Lux does it. When Yuri's on the other end. TK looks over and says, did you just take a fucking call? And that's your turn. (laughs) Sprawled on a policeman with Lash. You're just (laughs) hiding. Lash. My turn. Maybe I want to jump up again to try to like jump and swing my legs. I want to be up on the lighting unit. I want to jump on the lighting unit. Like off of off of him or Yeah, like basically I want to chicken fight him and then No, yeah, I want to kind of like use him, push it, like push him and be and jump onto the lighting unit. Like do a push off on the lighting unit. She's getting a couple in- extra inches of height off of this guy's Do you want to yeah. be hanging from the lighting unit by your arms or by your legs? I want to be arms like Ninja Warrior style, hands on it yes. and yeah. legs on it. Yes. Oh, I see. She wants to cradle the light. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that this is not an opposed since he's a little stunned from being socked in the jaw, mm-hmm. um, but that if you want to do something that complex, yep. you're going to have to get at least four successes. And okay. I'm going to make you roll gymnastics. <laughs> okay. I got five hits. You let me know what happens. So, <laughs> Lash looks up, makes sure is that the lighting unit is still there. It's swinging side to side, but it yeah. is still attached. And she thinks back to the cu- couple of times that she's uh, gone to uh, a ninja warrior. Ninja warrior is still going on. Ninja warrior gym uh, with TK. TK did not like the ninja warrior gym. No. And she like has this flashback of like, oh, this is just like the swinging log thing. <laughs> so she she's standing up right now with the police officer. She kind of bends down in a little bit of a squat and kind of uses his body. She has her hands on his shoulders and kind of uses his body to kind of uh, leapfrog above him onto the lighting unit and then wraps her legs around the lighting unit as well. So she is now swinging <laughs> like a monkey on this lighting unit. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to roll for the lighting unit okay. to just make sure that it stays. Because this is not the sort of treatment that your standard conference sure. is, you know, lighting equipment is hmm. expecting to. So as long as we don't roll a five or a six, okay. I think you're, I think you're all right. Okay. You good. Um, it creaks a little. Yeah. And you successfully knock that guy back down again. Okay. Uh, you jumping like off of his knees and shoulders has pushed him. When did he get back up? He was up. Yeah. He's been up. Because you went to punch him, but... I, I assumed you were on the ground. Whatever. No, we were standing. So he's, uh, he's like, um, stumbles back and hits the wall next to the door that he came in through and then kind of slumps and starts to get up again. Uh, the next person to act is Viv. Like stepping into a mech. Uh, <laughs> Viv physically runs her hands through her hair because that's sort of how she starts to get into that mode of controlling someone else's body. But it's like mentally stepping into some sort of contraption where she has to, you know, physically kind of mime it. And uh, she dives into his brain and there's really not much going on. If, if you were to imagine what it looked like in his brain, there's like a, a, you know, a control panel with nobody sitting at it. Well, she gets in there and loosens the grip on his gun and puts it down next to him. 
and <laughs> everybody in the room sees this at you know up until this point basically motionless guy like extend his arm out and then just drop his rifle uh, Viv just yells Lux and doesn't do anything else but <laughs> she controls the body so it starts uh, walking toward the other police officer those are probably two simple actions. Yeah. So if you wanted to have him do like one more simple action or a complex action, you could still get some stuff done if you want, or you can call it done. As the cop, she makes her way toward the other one and attempts to grab one of his arms to hold it behind him. Do you want to grapple? Do you basically yeah. want to you basically want to do to him what he did to Lash? Yeah. That is three hits. The police officer that you are controlling successfully restrains his partner. <laughs> um, his partner does not take any damage, but um, you f- you feel uh, through the psychic link that you have formed that this is a like a solid grab. Uh, he's got his friend. They're hu- they're hugging, <laughs> but but mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should I respond to Viv? <laughs> I, I don't know I, why you said my name. <laughs> gun. The gun was dropped. She said your name. I see. What could pass? I know. <laughs> I get it. The next person to act is the now restrained friend, um, which I think is me, right? Okay, he's going to try to get out again. Grapple. I'm not even going to. Just surrender, Sarge. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. The water's fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just let go. Let God, man. Why did you drop your sidearm? <laughs> it feels real good. What feels good? <laughs> Jesus is my co-pilot. I think it's him. He can't, this is fake. He can't talk. No, he can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the next person to act is Agatha. Lash versus me with Will plus Firewall, please. Four hits. Do it. Ah. Agatha, confused from her last round where she very frustratingly was not allowed to land anything, fails again. She's really just on the, um, she hit the skids. She kind of hit the skids a little bit. We're out of initiative. Oh, we've run out of it? We have run out of initiative, but also I feel like we can go back into free play. Viv, you are still controlling a man. um, And the man that he is controlling is not happy. So, I mean, you guys are going to have to figure out something that you're going to do. And Agatha is still out there trying to cause trouble, uh, but seemingly having a hard go of it. I assume when both the rifles are on the ground, because... Correct. So TK goes and picks up one rifle. You have a rifle. Lux picks up another rifle. You also have a rifle. You high five? Rifle boys. (laughs) I jump down from the lighting (laughs) unit and land gracefully on my feet. What did you do with the clam flip that time? That was like, there was a little extra on it. Oh, you know, it's clams that have been around for two days. They're kind of stinky. (laughs) Did you just pull out the stinky clam flip? Yeah. Nice. She stinky clammed him. Uh, Viv is concentrating hard with eye contact on this guy still. She's still across the room. And he gets, he has to resist the force of it. Is that what it is? Yeah, you still have control over. I have a question. So we can just. Viv is concentrating really hard, but just manages to get the word door out. So I think, I think we should hit the door. Also, Viv, you can drop that guy. We got guns now. Wait, also, can I check to see, can I check the gun to see if there's actual bullets in it? After you've picked up the gun, um, it's a very heavy, very expensive, very complex weapon. And as you pick it up, you realize that it also has on it a very complicated smart system so that it can only be fired by uh, the men who you took it off of. Um, That system comes in many different forms. Sometimes it's fingerprint. Sometimes it's biometric. Sometimes it's a comlink connection. uh, Sometimes it's RFID. So you can't tell right now. You could, you know, futz with it for a little bit longer to try to try to see. But... 
the digital readout on it that would tell you all of the pertinent information about how it works, the gas suppression system, the silencer system, how much, how many rounds are in it, just uh, has a big old lock on it right now. Cool. So we can hack these later. Do you want to skedaddle? I think we should try to get to the car. I'd like to try to con these guys, but I don't think they care. So we got to yeah. go. Uh, Viv, can you move? I can move. Just got to keep my eyes on them and we might okay. be able to use them. Yeah. Can we go at the back? I mean, the door is locked, but can we, is it possible to break the door down universe? Yeah. I mean, just if you hit it hard enough, you can, you will break it. Yeah. Let's try. You just, you just don't know exactly how, you know what I mean? Like Lash, you ready? Or can yeah. one of you actually restrain the other one for me? Or do we have rope? Or anything like that. Oh, one of us has rope for sure. Yeah. We had to give everything up. Uh, yeah. Seeing how his helmet reacted to your arm, we might be able to just use that. They probably have uh, ties and stuff on them, like zip ties and yeah. stuff on their yeah. riot control. Lux does a quick check. They have uh, standard issue metal cuffs or uh, riot ties, like the, the ties for wrists and stuff. Yeah, you can see that on their belt they have, yeah, like a sort of thick plastic yeah. things that you, you would slip two, uh, yeah. two hands through. We put them on both of them. Yeah. And restrain them. They fight, but they are either confused or under control, so... TK, uh, which one is the one that uh, TK hurt his fist on? Um, the one who is being restrained Hell, by yeah. his friend. So TK takes off his helmet and punches him in the face. <laughs> Lux is disappointed because he... <laughs> <laughs> He really, really wants this to be okay when we're gone. Um, but he Not says, very hard, just like a... But he says to both of them, you're going to be hearing from Vern about this. We really do work for Vern. It doesn't matter if it's true. <laughs> I'm not trying to con him. I'm just leaving that with them. I don't give a shit who you work for, scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, uh, he struggles. Yeah. And, now TK uh, really wants to just punch him. You know, Can I do it? the door. I mean, he's... Are you, are I don't think we need to assault an officer, but you obviously <laughs> will be doing whatever you want to do. <laughs> do you also tie his feet up? I met because like... He, yeah, he we tied their run. arms and feet up. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. go to the door. The, do the door is still... Is locked. We have to break it down. Okay. I think we should try to get this door open. Can we use the rifles as clubs and just beat at it? Sure. I give it to Lash because she's much stronger than I am. You ready? Both of you just roll strength. Lash, roll strength, but also roll will plus firewall. Two hits? Bad I got boy. four hits. On will plus firewall. Yes. And then do I take a mood wound modifier for body? Okay. You're rolling strength, not body, though. Oh, strength. Uh, four. You can see that when you hit it, you are separating it from the, like the lock is slowly being wedged out of the hole that it sits in. Um, you don't quite get it, but you feel like with another couple hits, it's going to come through and oh. you're going to be able to smash right through it. So just roll strength again. Okay. And then I'm going to run, I want to run paint job again afterward. Great. I got zero hits. I got two. Um, on your strength. Okay. The door flies open. Um, and you are greeted with a familiar all-white uh, concrete hallway, uh, overlit hallway. Love that. Start to sprint. Yes. Yep. It is complete. It is completely empty. There is no one in this back hallway. I do. I I do want to erase that last mark. Uh, um, I will let you take the length of the hallway to okay. run paint job and to erase that last. Mark. Cool. I think that's. Uh, Viv has the uh, policeman still join them, but she makes them run ahead of her down the hallway. <laughs> oh, you still have that guy with you? Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. So this is kidnapping. That's worse than punching a cop. Yeah. I just want to make sure that we're okay when we go outside. So what do you want to tell me where you want to go? What do you want to do? We want to get to the car. We're going to get to Henley. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so just to be clear, you guys are also, you are heading for Henley. You are not heading for the location that you found that was like conspicuously. I mean, no. no, we got, we, we should. 
we're heading for Benley. Yeah. We can figure out in with Vern maybe later if we can do anything about yeah. yeah. You snake through the hallways of the Bloomberg Javits Center following the rough map on your heads-up display that you have. You can sort of tell from the map that they gave you of the conference locations where the back of the conference center is, and you emerge through um, another door this time, one that is locked, but since you're on the right side, you can get through very easily, and uh, you get out into the hot Manhattan afternoon. You've been spending all morning in this overly air-conditioned place, and it sort of hits you like a ton of bricks that it's 100 degrees outside, really high humidity, and you all realize sort of like you've been through a lot. You're like a little tired, like a little worse for wear. Um, No one's really hurting, but like it's also not ideal. And you have a police officer in tow who, as you get outside, um, sort of like comes to, like shakes a little bit and turns around and just uh, looks Viv in the eyes and says... <laughs> and then and then just runs off in the direction uh, that you were all heading um, off into the horizon forever. Uh, he wa- <laughs> he walks into the sea and is never seen by his family again. Uh, his name was Greg Sullivan. Uh, he was a perfectly normal man who joined the force in order to pay for his kids' education. Uh, you know, he didn't want to become a police officer, but it was the only thing that was available to him. You know. He, should we start doing eulogies for these characters that we keep murdering by various means? Patreon content. Yeah. Well, you never see him again. His family never sees him again. That's because after he bathes in the river, he gets really involved in like the dumb, d- dumb, dumb sob. Dumb. They call it dumb sob in the future. It's the dumb sub scene. Yeah. Uh, and he just becomes a little leather boy for the yes. rest of his days and lives very happily. I'm very he happy for him. He learned what he liked. We yeah. stand a leather boy. Yes. Ahoy there, chummers. Uh, it's me, your favorite bad boy, Tito Taylor Mo, And I am here to tell you that there is a whole galaxy of exciting entertainment beyond what you are even experiencing now. And it's all the secret private things we make available to those who support us on Patreon. It's a club. It's a family. It's a cruise ship full of people with like minds and sensibilities who have access to things like outtakes, insane, ridiculous outtakes that we cannot even publish in a normal episode uh, but also crazy stuff from the world, the deep dive into the rules, the character sheets, uh, conversations from uh, Mike and I about how we run the game, conversations with characters, a whole other show called Fun Chatting where we talk about the show, great stuff like that. Uh, even like music stuff, high quality uh, audio files of the actual feed so you can hear the music as, as it is meant to be heard. All this and more, including our really rad Discord for you at patreon.com slash funcityventures. Patreon, get your head in the game. After you watch the officer that you had mind-controlled run off into the horizon and leave your company, you realize that Henley the Bentley is probably about like a couple hundred yards to your left, just outside of the main campus of the Bloomberg Javits Center. You're going to have to weasel your way through some light commotion, uh, but out here in the back and up towards the left, it's a little bit lighter than it was inside and definitely a lot better than it was directly in front of the Javits Center. Um, Do you guys do that? Just yeah, gonna, I think we're, we're still yeah. sort of booking it. You're yeah. just going to book it. Yeah. Okay. As you move in the direction of the pin that Henley has dropped for you on your comm link, you actually see not Henley come into focus, but 
a group of people around Henley who you can't really tell, uh, but it looks like they are protesters. Um, and it looks like they are either beating up on your car or they're about to beat up on your car. And as you walk closer and closer, um, you hear sort of light uh, thudding noises and light impact sounds as people uh, shout, fuck the police, fuck the NYPD, like take this rat, cyber pigs go home, etc., etc., etc. So it seems like these people have mistook your matte black blacked out car for a police vehicle parked at a safe distance and have assumed that it is a target of some kind. Seems racist. Black car? Mm. Are police a race? Mm. I wish we had evidence that we melted that police officer to show them. (laughs) Hey Viv, do you want to melt another dude? No. No, I think uh, Lux may have uh, a good advantage here. I just yell, hey! at the protesters. We're not cops! One of them turns around and you see a sort of young elfin man wearing all black and a leather jacket and he's got a really like sort of torn ripped up sign at the end of a piece of plywood and he looks at you and he looks he like looks at all the rest of you and then turns around and then just uh, puts the the two by four through Henley's driver's side window and smashes it. Two people on either side of him turn around and look at you and seem to be listening, but aren't stopping the people who are around them from doing anything. TK is enraged. Viv has protect vehicle, so she quickly casts uh, just a force three protect vehicle onto the car so there's no further damage. That is a physical spell. It's a sustained spell. She does have to touch the car. So uh, what she does is she lunges forward and puts her hand like kind of on the back, the trunk area. It's a thin pileup of people. There's not a lot of not a lot of folks here. This is like, you know, a large group of friends, not a giant crowd. Uh, so you do actually manage to make contact and all but those two other people kind of aren't paying attention. They're just kind of trying to mess up this car. So they don't even really pay you any mind. I think I want TK to try con. He doesn't have the skill. Can I default that? You can just roll charisma. Yeah. Yeah. They should roll for this, right? Yeah, you should roll. Yeah, I should. Okay, so I'm rolling spellcast. My magic skills is 12 at a force of three. I have four hits. I don't actually know what protect vehicle does. Does it just create a force field that is of armor too? For me, the way that I would describe it is it sort of acts like a hamster ball around the car. Okay. So it's kind of like a bounce back situation. People can't damage the car any further. And can they see it? It's like a shimmering spherical thing, like a hamster ball. Can you, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to understand. Sure. Can you reach, th- can you reach through it? I can. Your hand is on the car. As long as I'm touching it. As long as you're, t- oh, this is like one of those weird sweepstakes where the person who touches the car the longest wins it, mm-hmm. except your magic. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that at all whatsoever. <laughs> as you cast Protect Vehicle, uh, a shimmering bubble forms around it. And the people who were whacking it with poles and various other implements kicking it uh, and uh, trying to just cause trouble are sort of pushed away. And the two people who had turned around to look at Lux kind of get their like, like, sort of like pushes them out of the way and they stumble forward a little bit. And they actually, and they look at him and they're like, well, then what are you? We're the only four people with the power to take the, to actually take the cops down. I mean, I'm convinced. Do you want to roll for it? Yeah. Okay. As you say this, uh, the two people who turned around to make eye contact with you are like, you know, they're like tapping their friends on the shoulder and like telling them to turn around. Five hits. The opposes. Um... He was just going to let you do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but I want to know what the oppose is anyway, so we'll, make it, we'll yes. make it official. The oppose is con or negotiation plus intuition. Okay. 
the younger, skinny um, elven guy uh, that you saw put the 2x4 through Henley the Bentley, um, and he must have been hammering on it for a while, because those windows are pretty thick, turns around, looks at his friends, and his friends are like, yo, these, I mean, this guy says he's like, uh, like on our side. And, uh, and he says, what do, you, what do you mean to take the, what do you mean take the cops down? I look at them and I say, you want to help? Yeah. Go. Is this your, this is your car? Yes, and it is our car. If you want to help, go back to the Javits Bloomberg Center and steal the security tapes and destroy them. Now get the fuck away from my car. The force of your conviction is so strong uh, that you seem to have convinced at least these uh, three sort of most active members of the group. Um, and they actually look at one another and they're like, oh, shit, yeah, the security tapes. Like, this place is highly surveilled. There are a bunch of protesters. Like, some, some of them are wearing masks, but some of them are not. And uh, they actually kind of, like, look at one another and there's, like, a, a slight righteous nod. And they all go and gather their friends that were fucking up your car. Uh, and uh, the elf guy was like, hey, uh, uh, I'm sorry for busting up your window. Um, but uh, I... How much money do you have on you? Um, no, nothing. Okay. TK, do you want anything else? I would have been his clothes. No, he's sulking now because he's, he's like, my fucking car. Like, he broke my fucking window. I think, he's, he, I think he's actually just walked over to the car and is like looking at the damage. <laughs> sort of like stroking it a little bit. Okay. Just stroking the shimmering. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, Henley, <laughs> Henley, you didn't deserve this. You're too good for this world. All of the street toughs put their hands up as if in surrender and, and walk away. And you can see as they get some distance from you, they're like having a very animated conversation <laughs> and pointing at various cameras around the Javits Bloomberg Center. I will off camera roll some dice for them uh, after we're concluding with playing today. And we will see if oh they boy. manage against odds to <laughs> actually do this. <laughs> you get in Henley the Bentley after all of the um, the teens... When Viv removes her hand from the trunk, you hear this, like, little pop sound, and we all get in the car. Where do you want to go? Uh, so let's, let's do a lay of the land here. Well, this is out of game time. Sure. You have a scan of Solix in order to implant in cold storage, if you would like to. We have, like, one day left on that? You have the re basically the rest of today and probably, like, some of tomorrow in order to get a scan of someone else if you do not want to have Solix be your target or do anything else that you want. You know, try to get in communication with Mo Ashina, do something else, do nothing. Mo Ashina is the Johnson? Is the Johnson, okay. yep. I think we should get in contact with Vern as soon as possible because... We just messed with the police. They have security footage of us. Someone's going to be coming to find us. I feel like we're about to be found. So we need to find Vern and like straighten out exactly what we're doing. Yeah, I'll try to contact Vern again. Maybe Is that where you guys want to We can go? send him more of a message and video instead yeah, of okay. calling. Yeah, let's leave him a voicemail. I agree. I mean, he seems like the kind of guy who would check a voicemail. Or just like photos and be like, hi, this is what we have. But also... Want to talk? Vern right now doesn't know that we're going to maybe not hand over the footage. So he might be kind of freaking out and hiding. We need to let him know that we're not going to hand over the footage necessarily. If he talks to us. If he talks to us. So, I'm down with that. So let's send him a message that says that. Yes. Immediately after you reach out this last time to Vern, you receive an encrypted message uh, in response. Um, all it says is too hot, laying low, do the same. And then a, an image file uh, is sent to you, and it's of a uh, 
It's of a uh, large troll in Lederhosen uh, wearing a pointy little green felt hat with a red feather in it. He's standing on a beautiful mountainside somewhere maybe in the Alps. Um, I share the message with everyone. If it didn't go to them already, he's laying low. He's laying low. Is he in the, in the Alps? He's in the Alps. Is that what I'm to take from? Oh, no, no. He's I... much younger in the picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> text, text him back. Nice pick. Okay. Vern is laying low. He's our only real shot at getting information and safety on this side of the ball. Otherwise, we're going to have to go after the people we think are trying to set him up. Meanwhile, I think I want to call Gabe in case, you know, as our situation is oh. now compromised, like the... The task at hand is now compromised. Mawashna knows where we live. Oh, right. To make sure Gabe's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or that we can move the boat. Well, I don't think I don't think Mawashna knows that we've we're, we haven't done the job yet. I'm just saying that if yeah. whatever we decide and our boat is in somehow some kind of danger, I mm. want to make sure that Gabe knows that we can move it or not. Like, yeah. what do we do when we can't move the boat? That's a that's a yeah. That's a good idea to at least tell Gabe heads up. Yeah. Shit's going down. Be on the alert. Okay, I like that. How do you guys feel about going unannounced to the place where Moashina works, tying her up or <laughs> restraining her in some way and getting answers from her? I don't think we should go over there because okay. it seems like they're pretty well I also, secured also. I also don't think we should go home right now either. Maybe no. we should go to the ball pit. We should go to the ball pit. Let's go to the ball pit. Have a meeting at the ball pit. Have some milk. Who are we meeting with? Just us. Oh, we should all together. And go then to eat. call yeah, Moshna. Okay, let's go to the ball pit. Go to the ball pit. As you guys are leaving the grounds of the Javits Center, the crowd starts to become a little bit less dense. You move away from all of the din, all of the shouting. You or Henley, rather, has somehow managed to place itself in a side parking lot that is not so closely guarded as the rest of the grounds, and you manage to get through the security checkpoint that is directly in front of the Javits Center uh, that has been put up. Um, but as you traverse from the west side north, one of the many security checkpoints that are put between the Manhattan neighborhoods is, in effect, uh, this neighborhood actually has been put on lockdown um, because of the riot. All of the cars that are leaving the neighborhood just go through. Basically, it's like a glorified mad scanner that you can drive through. You just sit um, in traffic for a little bit. You watch cars go one by one through this tall 20-foot plastic thing that's just got all of these wires draped around it. You can see all of these RFID readers on it. It's lined with bright LED lights. You can see two really bored cops standing on either side of it as they wave cars through. You have probably about five or six cars in front of you, so something in the area of maybe ten minutes at most um, before you have to go through it. Is there anything that you want to do before you get before you have to drive through it? Well, maybe we should do something about these giant guns that we have. Yeah, I was going to say, can I try and uh, hack the gun? Uh, yeah, sure. Sure. But also, I feel like if we could, we could sell unlocked guns for extra cash. Yeah, but do we want to like have them in the car with us right now? Well, when uh, we go through the checkpoint? We can't just throw them. They're going to see if we throw them out. Right, but I mean, if do we want to somehow conceal them? Do one of you still have the helmet? No. no. I think we can... These guns are probably connected to the Matrix, and we need to get rid of them. I, I don't even think hacking them. We either need to hack them to turn off their Matrix yeah, we, actions, or we need to get we need to dump them. 
uh, okay. discreetly. I think would You're be like my... four cars away yeah. now. Should yeah. We we should just get oh, and we can't get out of line because that looks suspicious. So yeah. we're like, mm, we're stuck with some guns. It looks like. <laughs> um, some cop guns. <laughs> we still have cop IDs, oh. don't we? Would they know that these guns don't belong to us? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We have Pretty we have insular. we have some fake credentials um, of from the uh, the squirrel division. What is it? The critter. Division. <laughs> the critter division. I can't imagine uh, they would have gigantic. Uh, I don't think they need these things. Um, so uh, I think maybe we could take our chances on just um, if you can. Can you just break them with your mental? Techno powers. You're like three cars away. Oh boy. Yeah, um, if you could, like, I mean, let's see, what, what can I do? You just want, what do you want to do? Do you want to erase everything that's on them? Do you want to format no, we them? Is that make, what you're trying to do? We want to make sure that they, they can't detect them. Otherwise, I think we're just yeah. traveling through illegally and there's no problem. But exactly. Yeah. If it's a mad scanner type thing, it'll see whatever we have on us anyway. Yeah. Uh, we could try and format the devices and, you know, and then they're just guns, I guess. As long as they're not broadcasting yeah. a signal that just yeah, let's do tells let's us. do that. So, yeah. um, I guess I'll format device. So while you roll that up, Lux, can you tell me about the IDs that the Mad Scanner is? You know, like what are the sins and the IDs that the Mad Scanner is going to see? What are you? What do you have prepared? Who are you going to pretend to be, if anyone? We have uh, some Critter Division credentials that have been uh, faked. It's uh, it's the whole team of G.G. Allen and Catherine O'Hara and Barney Flintstone and Oprah. And uh, so those are all standard. We were at the conference, but we had to leave because it got violent. And that's kind of what we're going to be presenting. Uh, you're about you're about two cars away. What are you doing? I'll do it, too, on the other one. Uh, format device. Format. It's computer plus logic, you yeah. said? Two hits. So that's probably not going to work. TK, try as you might. It turns out it's a pretty complicated piece of gear. And you think if you had like two more seconds, you could probably figure it out. But as of right now, you do not get it. I had three hits on the other gun. You successfully turn that gun into a paperweight. Great. And I hide it under the seat. Okay. We still have one gun. You're one car away. I think you should hold the... Uh, um, <laughs> can we just say we picked picked it up. Yep. We confiscated it from an illegal have, dealer. We confiscated gonna, it from some teens. Yeah, we're going to have to, yeah. As That's all you, man. Henley drives you through the mad scanner, you see some dull orange and red lights light up as one of the very bored-looking police officers suddenly sort of like comes to and flags you over to the side of the road and he goes over to the broken window and talks directly to, I assume TK is in the driver's, driver's side? Uh, yeah. Uh, good afternoon, individual or citizen. Uh, we've noticed uh, our equipment is showing uh, some signs of potential firearms in the vehicle. Uh, we're going to need you to uh, present your SIN numbers for scanning, please. Uh, yeah, TK says, okay, sounds fine, and presents his uh, Barney Flintstone SIN. The piece of equipment that he double-checks the sin with uh, seems to beep happily, and he wants to know about the Critter Division. He's never heard of it before. It's a pleasure to see someone else on the uh, police and private security industry, Officer Flintstone. It's a pleasure to meet you. I've never heard of, uh, what is this, a Critter Division, sir? Yeah, yeah. What is it uh, you do there, sir? We we catch critters and study them. It's it's, uh, a science outfit. Well, it sounds a lot better than standing out here running an old mad detector all day, sir. I'll tell you that. I can tell you it is. 
Unfortunately, sir, because we've detected some firearms in the car, and I can see here that Critter Division is not rated for firearm deployment, we are going to have to do an ocular assessment of the individuals inside the vehicle and any firearms that could be present, sir. He starts to stick his head, like, very obtrusively and awkwardly stick his head <laughs> into the driver's side window. Sorry, sir. This is a standard ocular assessment, sir. If you could lean back, sir. TK leans back, and it's just like, look, we, we confiscated this from some teens. You can take it if you need it. I'm going to say allow yourself to roll uh, roll charisma. It is two dice. But if Lux if Lux <laughs> wants to roll straight Teamwork. charisma, I will allow you to extend your dice pool and limit by however many successes he gets. If you totally fail this roll, this is going to be very Cause, funny. Because, like, right, you've watched him do this over the day. Like, you're on his vibe. He's, you're on his wavelength. He's like sweating bullets. He's really, he's really not, this is not something he likes. I got two hits. So add two to your dice pool. N- one hit. Charisma <laughs> or intuition? I think it's intuition. Yeah, I would roll intuition. Or negotiation, if you have that. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, that checks out. Looks like uh, you've done a great job here, officer, uh, taking... Boy, uh, how these uh, miners retrieve a firearm of this capacity and quality? <laughs> Boy, what's the world coming to, kids, huh? Kids, huh? Well, you've done a great job, officer, and I hope uh, you'll take this back to the Critter Department uh, evidence locker, and I wish you all the speed with the honor and security uh, versus, sir. Uh, it's great to see that a thin blue line extends even, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. even as far as the Critter Division, officer. It's a pleasure to meet you, and he looks at everybody else in the van. You all have a great day now. The readout on Henley turns from a dull red to a bright green and waits for a tap on the ignition button in order to go back into autopilot. TK taps it and says, thank you, sir. Cops out. You guys want to go to the ball pit? Yes. Just to lay low and talk. Okay. Mm -hmm. TK's Uh, really craving some milk. You're going to the right place. You pull up to the ball pit, and uh, it is the very familiar, colorful walk-in freezer door plastered with a bunch of balloons. You open the door, and uh, Viv, do an ascensing test for me. Do some ascensing. Okay. My ascensing is... At a four, and I have my intuition at four, so that's eight. Don't you have a little, do you have not have a boost to that, or do you not? Okay. No. Oh, two hits. Who is going in first? Tell me the order that people are going into the ball pit. Viv is generally last, so. And TK was pretty excited. Yeah, I'll go in first. Then you, and then me. Yep, then, Lo- then Lux. Then Lash. So as TK opens the door, you come into focus in the world, like... You had some difficult experiences over the last couple hours. Maybe we're kind of just zoning out in the car. And there's something about maybe the sound of the ball pit door opening or, you know, you expecting music to come pouring out as soon as it's open. Um, And you kind of like snap to and you realize that there is a, a magical presence that is 
very powerful at the ball pit. You can't tell whether it's good or bad. Uh, you don't really know. But you can tell that it's very strange and that it it looks... It's just very unique. It's very hard to tell what it is. And it is a sort of astral signature that is unlike anything you've seen before. And it kind of seems like it's trying to... It's trying to wrestle itself into the shape that you see. The rest of you don't see any of this. You don't a sense. Is that correct, TK? Um, he's got um, ma- a magic skill, so maybe theoretically, but I don't, I don't know. The- Opening the door, you get like, yeah, like a light sort of, oh, there's something's different about the ball pit from the last time we were here. Um, and what you notice is that uh, there is no music playing and the thousands of pinpricks of light that were in that lighted, lifted hallway are not on. Uh, and the ball pit is dark. Mm. Uh, wait. Uh, What's happening? Uh, I'm feeling something. Do you remember when we uh, were heading to Jast yeah. and I, as- I sensed the environment? I felt sort of uh, turned on and warm. I don't know how to explain this, I but... I didn't know you were turned but that's, on. I, I, this is how I uh, detect other magic users. And... Uh, okay. uh, I'm not turned on. That's good. Okay, Viv. Viv, Viv, we're at work. We're working right now. Is this an HR complaint waiting? But I just feel, I feel a presence, and I don't know if it's familiar or not. Are you thinking that we uh, should we check out what this is? I mean, do you are are you looking to stay turned off? I stay turned on. I'll hang back here near the door. I just, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm in danger or if I'm in a safe place right now. Viv, we don't want to leave you alone. I'm going to send a message to Gabriel and see if there's anything that's happened with the ball pit yeah. since uh, the last time we were here. Great okay. job. Should I call the Johnson? I know we were thinking about doing that. Should I do that well, now? Well, let's figure out what's weird about this thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll call so, the Johnson later. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll send a message to Gabriel and ask, yo, did anything happen with the ball pit since the last time we met you there? Gabriel? <laughs> Gabe, Gabe is, there's no reply. Resply. Curious. I guess we just got to go in then. Viv kind of rubs her stomach a little bit like she's hungry, but TK's, not exactly sure what's happening. TK's in it for the milk. Um, so we walk inside. What do we see? Uh, in order to find out, Taylor and I have to roll some dice. Hold on. What? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-oh. What happened to Gabe? That's too many. We don't like that. Give me a final tally. I think I'm in the ballpark. Uh, it is. I believe it is twenty. Oh. Hold on. Hold yep. on. Hold on. Hold on. Twenty. Guys. Roll twenty. Jesus. Guys, it's me, Joseph. That's too many dice. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an illusion, so it can't kill Nine. us. Please roll, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Fourteen dice. Four. Okay, hold on. Please take two stun damage. <clears throat> what? <laughs> when you guys walk into, are you staying behind or are you walking I'm in? I'm just behind. I'm the last person. But you're still going to go in? Yeah. Okay. 
when you guys walk into the ball pit, um, it's a little dark as you reach the end of the floating hallway. And it's almost like you kind of have to feel your way around. But like you've been here before, so you sort of know which way to go. Um, and when you do make your way into the dark and surprisingly quiet room, uh, it's kind of like someone just flips on all the house lights um, all at once. And you get to see all of the grime on the floor. You get to see where drinks have been spilled over the years of this place uh, has been open. You get to see sort of some of the balls are actually a little rickety. Uh, and like maybe you question how safe this idea for a bar really is. You also see three figures. You see three people. The first is closest to you. It is a dismembered body in a pool of blood. It is a hairless man covered in tattoos. You see, slumped over the bar, a squat man with a beard. No. And floating several feet off the ground in the center of the ball pit is a five foot ten human-ish figure with brick red skin wearing a bright ornate very intricately decorated glistening sort of sparkling gold tunic with billows and billows and billows of fabric it stretches from his shoulders sort of extends out and goes all the way down to his knees where you can see his red calves sticking out from underneath it and his golden slippers. There's a small golden crown that levitates slightly from the top of his head and spins. He's bald and wringing his body are hundreds of arms moving this way and that, making little waves in the air. You can see his dark eyes he opens his mouth and speaks. Apologies for your friend and acquaintance. It is necessary to display the veracity of the message I have come to give you. His tunic sort of ripples a little as he bobs up and down in the air. Viv is still not sure if she's turned on or not. That's fucking wild. <laughs> Hard yes from TK. <laughs> I have come to deliver a message to you. In two days, your friend Yuri will offer you a new contract. You will not accept it. And should you interfere with just columnar once more the consequences to you will be unbearable do you understand as he finishes this sentence you see all of the arms that are around him all of the arms that sort of ring him in a kind of Lovecraftian peacocking um, are a dull kind of gold color. And as he says this, four brick red arms come out from underneath the tunic 
two attached to his shoulders and two extend out from his back. And they are tipped with long brass blades. The consequences are mortal. Okay. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> Who are you? I am a messenger. I don't have time for this shit. That's, that's our fucking friend. Tell me this is a joke. Tell me this is a, that's not really Gabe. That's our fucking friend. I have one request in addition. And he looks at Viv. Speak. Of you. And he begins to sort of float down and toward you. And he says, you were in possession of an artifact that belonged just Kalumnar. Where is he? It is at the bottom of the sea. You've seen him the whole time. He's been very kind of like even keel. Um, he hasn't really, he's had a very straight face. And as soon as you say this, he, you can tell he's got like this slight look of just total confusion. Are you lying? Do you attempt to deceive me. No. Uh, okay. Fucking get ready, motherfuckers. Um, oh, yeah, dog. Yeah. That's Great. a six. Come on. <laughs> I see like 4,000. There's got to be a limit on this person. There's uh, there be is. A limit. Yeah, there is. But technically. They can only kill us once. <laughs> yeah. As far as we know, there are no ghosts in the Shadowrun universe. I feel like this is... There are. I don't know are if there? Gabe's really dead. I feel like this is maybe uh, an illusion. It might be. We don't know that. I mean, we, we don't know that, but it could be. Can we tell how powerful his magic user is? I mean, very clearly. Well, I'd have to sense again, but mm. do I have time to do that before he attacks me? One thing we know is Viv is not horny for this. Yeah. Situation, not horny. Nope. What was her name? Uh, the flamingo-like? Martha. 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 Viv like Martha. Yeah, Martha. We all nice. like Martha. Yeah. I was hoping it would be Martha. Yeah. <laughs> In the I, meantime, I fought so hard to bring her back. <laughs> I, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm on board. I, oh, I also love I Martha. I like Martha. Hello. Can, can Lux go check on Gabe? Or is Lux like, this is, wouldn't be a good you're, idea? To you're what we would call wrapped, and you're about to find out why. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would let you if you want to. Yeah, I want to see if Gabe to is actually... go run away? No, just no. to see if go, Gabe is okay. He's like to move? Yeah, laying right there. Lux goes to check on Gabe to see if his friend has actually been decapitated when you get close you can tell that the heat from the blood indicates that it's very fresh and that this has happened maybe within the last five minutes Lux just starts crying you can hide nothing from me all is revealed everybody please roll willpower plus logic five hits is this a social test at all no. They've Mental. got six hits. Thank you. I got three. Got I got five hits. Shit, we rolled pretty well. Yeah. You guys did roll really well. He's gonna he's gonna hurt himself a little bit. Casting big magics, huh? It's hard to describe um in words what it is that you feel. It's like someone is thinking for all of you. You don't feel the need to take any actions, you don't feel compelled to move. But it's like 
someone is rifling through the card catalog of your own brain and that you for the maybe for the first time in your whole lives are no longer in charge of what you think about and you see all of these things sort of just flitting past very quickly in your mind's eye and the the environment of the ball pit kind of fades away as you remember an old boxing match as you remember some foot races maybe some bets that you won some bets that you lost as you remember some high-powered meetings do you think fondly about your condo uh, and you remember all of the conversations and fights that you have had with your contractor Viv you remember a hundred years of beaches and individual seashells that you found and different colored sand and you remember that I know them they're, and they're friends of yours um, and you remember not of your own volition but you are forced to remember very clearly the moment that you offered Jast's gun to the sea and you threw it into the East River this gleaming object into the water and it rushed up cradled it grabbed it and brought it to the depths and as you come to the memories fade you are back in the ball pit and Chester's standing in front of you asking you you folks okay you don't have to drink to stay but you can't just stand in the middle of the pathway like that oh uh uh yeah uh Chester have a big beard Chester's got a big okay. beard. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure that was... That I don't know if that's right. canon, but that's how I <laughs> picture him, so I don't know. <laughs> just because Taylor's got a big beard. <laughs> Can we try to call Gabe again? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I try to call Gabe again. Uh, we just... Start, uh, Viv starts shuffling into the ball pit. Yeah. Like, like, oh, uh, duh. yeah, okay. <laughs> TK's like, what the fuck? And just has, like... He, like, either needs a nap or just, like needs a big drink and is just driven by sleep or drunken. Like, he's like, this is too much for me. I've had a long day. It's like 1 p.m. I say, whoa, aren't we going to talk about what just happened a little bit? is already halfway to the bar. <laughs> I... <sighs> Chester's following closely behind you. It's a it's happy hour. Viv is just looking around the ball pit for anyone that looked like the person that was speaking to them. The ball pit is... Completely empty, except for Chester. There's no one here. Hey, Chester. Yep. Um, do you know when Gabe is going to be here? Uh, I'd have to check the schedule, but uh, probably at least once or twice in the next week. Oh, okay. Uh, when's the last time you talked to him? Uh, a couple of hours ago. Oh, okay. Th- thanks. Do you have any of those? Milk? No. The oh. juice boxes? Fresh out. Just fresh out. Okay. They must go real quick, like right at 9 a.m. when you open. When is it? Well, it is happy hour. Okay. All right. Well, there's nobody here, so I guess you drink them. You just missed the lunch rush. Just missed the lunch rush. Always missing it. I'll take a milk. Please, big, big glass of milk for me. We didn't resolve your, if you want to reach out to Gabe. Yeah, I'm reaching out to him. I, I already sent him a message, okay. but I mean, I understand that he might not get back immediately. But there's, Yeah, there is no reply. Okay. Wait, yeah. was this a warning to us? <laughs> Good job, Lash. Lash cannot figure out what is going on. Yes, we guys, I don't know if I told you this, but 
back at um, the Javid Bloomberg Center, we got a message from Yuri offering us a job in two days. This thing just Oh, is told that us, who you were on the phone with? Yeah, I know. During the fight? Yeah, I apologize. All right. I, I didn't have much else to do. <laughs> I wanted to take yeah, a call. Take a call. Yeah, I did. I, I understand. Took the call. It's nice to feel useful, but you could have helped. I could have helped, and I didn't because I took a call, and we're here now. In and his so, defense, we're not actually done with this job, so we may as well get as many as we can. Yeah, he did offer us a job in two days, so uh, to meet him in two days for a job. Uh, this did you say was, yes? I t- I think I said it would be really easy. The exact words it was <laughs> be over. I would be over easy, Lee. <laughs> Oh. Like I would be over there easily. It was a. It was, was it, a. Were you punning again? I tried to pun. It wasn't easy. <laughs> Jesus um, fucking Christ. We yeah, but basically that's a yes. This. That's a yes. Um, I did say yes. Um, okay. but I guess you know. Uh, I don't know how seriously we should take this warning, but um, uh, it seems pretty serious. Um, yeah, I would say. Uh, Viv sort of like bends over and her hair just falls forward mm-hmm. and uh, she just kind of massages her scalp. You can hear her like scratching like like this. A little bit of sand falls yeah, out. Yeah, like a, a like a sand dollar also drops to the ground. Oh, that reminds me, Viv, uh, I, I picked up these two rings from that uh, Cairn fella. Um, I thought maybe you could use them or at least know what they are. Uh-huh. I give I give the rings that were in my pocket to Viv. Okay. Just uh, taking calls and stealing rings over there. Okay, yeah. A lot of shit we don't know about. <laughs> I know. I'll, uh, I'll look into this. Thank you. You can tell right off the bat that these are powerful foci, but you, yeah, without spending a little bit of time sort of examining them, you can't tell exactly what level or what they're good for. Um, in your hand, they do feel like they're kind of a chore to hang on to. Like they, even though they're not slipping out of your hand, as soon as Lux hands them to you, you kind of get this inescapable feeling that you're like worried you're going to drop them or you can't actually hold on to them. Yeah, so she clutches them in her hand, but then uh, stands straight up again and says, whoever that was, it was looking for the gun, Jast's gun. Oh. But I sacrificed it to the sea. It was the only thing they were after, I think. Sounds safe. You think that he'll be able to find the gun again? Perhaps, but I do not boss the sea around. No. I answer to the sea. Any word from Gabe? I'm just. Should we go back and check on him? I got four milks here. Yeah, thank and you. Uh, I'll tell you, these are going to be on the house. Oh, thanks, oh, Chester. I really thanks, appreciate Chester. it. What's the, Looks uh, like you could uh, use it. Yeah. Did has anybody come in here in the last hour or so? Well, yeah. I just told you earlier. The you mentioned yeah, the, the lunch, lunch rush. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Has there been anybody that's come in in the last ten minutes? Well, it's the weirdest thing, you know. I. Uh, not really one for taking breaks, but just a while ago, I felt sleepy and laid down and took a nap for about 10 minutes. Oh. You took a nap? Mm-hmm, right there behind the bar. Did you choose to take a nap? In hindsight, perhaps not. Did oh, it, boy. Did it feel good? <laughs> Does anyone really choose anything? <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that the nap chooses you. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's whittling a piece, <laughs> a piece of wood. Somehow um, there's a porch in yeah. ball pit now. <laughs> Where'd this rocking chair come from? <laughs> TJ sits in the rocking chair. Okay. Rocks back and forth. Um, no, there's not a rocky chair. That's not canon. I don't know, man. Okay, guys. I think we drink these milks and we hightail it to find Gabe. So back home? You're yeah. all drunk. Okay. Let's go see if Gabe's okay. Uh, Henley the Bentley takes you to uh, the parking lot near the boat, and you cross the pier to get to the Mrs. Egg. 
Viv, were you to a sense, um, I'm just going to give it to you, were you to a sense, you would see that there is basically like almost a magic slime trail here and that someone with a very unique, very easily recognizable astral signature, this person that you just interacted with, was here probably an hour ago, maybe an hour and a half ago. Uh, They are no longer here, but they've they've sort of slimed their way through. You guys, I... I'm getting that feeling again that I'm not quite turned on, but sort of. We gotta find a better way to say this. Yeah. We know, you know what it means. Aroused. Okay. That's not... <laughs> it is more succinct. <laughs> Take three, Viv. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's use aroused. What were you saying? I have that same feeling that when we walked into the ball pit, I felt uncomfortable. Uh, but I would say it's not nearly as strong. Like, yeah. you know, there's like the when you were going to the ball pit, trails disappearing. bright, like, yeah, exactly. This person was here. Oh, no. Gabe! Gabe! You are now leaving Fun City. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the show, get access to ad-free episodes, our Discord, our bi-weekly post-episode chat show, Fun Chatty, and more. Head to patreon.com forward slash funcityventures. And of course, thank you so much to all of our current patrons for help keeping this ship afloat. If you like the show, you can also give us a rating on iTunes, tell your pals about it, or just come say hey to any or all of us on Twitter. I'm Bijan Steven, and I am TK. Um, you can find me online at Bijan Steven on Twitter, which is B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, or on Instagram, um, and you should just Google that. I'm Jen De La Vega. I am Viv. You can find me online at Randwitches. That's the word sandwiches, but just replace the S with an R. This is Nick Garcio. I play Lux Scythe. You can find me on Twitter at N-G-U-E-R-S-H. Um, and Instagram at N Gercio, G-U-E-R-C-I-O. This is Shannon O'Dell. I play Lash Goodbog. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Shodell, S-H-O-D-E-L-L. This is Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad boys. I'm at Taylor.biz. My name is Mike Rignetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Rignetta. You can find the show on Twitter at Fun City Ventures. Fun City was recorded at Fortunate Horse in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. It was produced, edited, and sound designed by me, Mike Rignetta. Pixel Riffs is a hot cup of soy calf at the start of a long day. All of the show's music is by Sam Tyndall. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kit, and Kestrel. And the voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton. The elevator in Mo Ashina's spacious office dings and opens. Out of it steps Martha. Miss Ashina? What is it? I have a lot on my plate right now. Please come to me with solutions and not problems. I have something you need to see. Okay. Uh, She makes a slight twitch of her wrist. She takes control of the wall of screens in the room and... On every one is the same low-quality security camera footage of the 
Javits Bloomberg Center. And they're all showing the same thing. They're showing Cairn, the security mage, turning into a puddle of liquefied flesh and fats. Jesus Christ. I should have known. Malashina puts on one of her haptic gloves and makes a decisive downward pointing motion towards her desk and then says, Jerome, get me B-team on the line. 